Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Kyle Orman. After a brief message from one of our sponsors, we will read today's Bible verse. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's verse can be found in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. I've never been fond of New Year's resolutions, Frankly, I find them stressful. For me, the resolution brings with it a message of Happy New Year, now get to work. Instead of feeling directed, I feel condemned. Instead of something that inspires my life, it becomes something that judges it. I wonder if I'm not alone. I wonder if this is what many people feel after the joyous celebrations of the New Year have all ended. Do our new resolutions become weights that we feel obligated to carry? Do we feel anything less than total fulfillment is deemed a failure? And if we're in that place, well, either the resolution becomes a condemning yardstick to which we never reach, or we forget it altogether. And of course, if our resolutions has a spiritual component something pertaining to our life with God, well, then it could become all the more disastrous, doesn't it? Because what does it say to us if we don't finish the entire Bible like we resolved? Or what if we didn't deepen our prayer life like we said we would? Well, then it's not just those resolutions that judge us, is it? The book of James has a good word for us. Now, James might not be talking specifically about New Year's resolutions, but he does speak to people who future-cast their lives in an unhealthy way. James reminds us that what Jesus longs for us is not to look to some future goal fulfillment. Instead, we are to look to where Christ is present in our lives now and do those things which he calls us to do. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow 
we will go to such and such a city and make a profit. Well, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. If it is the Lord's will, see, that's the key. Our lives are to be lived in constant interaction with our Lord. The actions of our lives, no matter how big or how small, they carry spiritual implications. Our faith is to connect to the subtle nuances of Christ's presence in our lives. We live our lives with God. And so the direction of our lives is based on the Lord's leading and guidance, not the wishes that we make about fanciful futures. Henry Nowen was a man who wrote a lot about how we discern God's direction in our lives. In his book, Discernment, he writes this, Even when we are discerning for the longer term, we are called to follow the guidance we have, to pray, to be still, to live in community, and to be of service to those who cross our path. Walking with Jesus keeps us in the present. And this kind of waiting is the opposite of worrying about the future. It is tasting the presence to the full in the knowledge that this is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. The Lord's will is where we begin. Instead of turning to fanciful wishes, what if we turned our eyes more towards the present? What if we used our energy to look for and respond to the presence of Jesus in our lives? This gives us a concrete way to tackle whatever the year holds before us, because we don't know what will come, and we don't know what we will experience, but He does. And so as you discern the this or that of God's will for you, you might try meditating on these following questions. Where and when do you feel closest to Jesus? Where and when do you feel most absent from Him? Is there something that Jesus wants you to pursue? Is there something Jesus wants you to step away from? These are good questions to reflect upon, but here's the thing. These questions are not to be answered. That might sound strange, but it's really the truth. Just sit with these questions, meditate upon them, journal your thoughts and impressions. Prayerfully hold these questions before the Lord and ask for subtle words or phrases of insight. This may seem like a laborsome process, but such meditations ground our lives in the activity of the one who dwells with us. It roots us in what God is doing in our lives today, and where Christ is leading us in this moment. Now, of course, it's okay to have wishes. It's okay to have dreams. And it's okay to pursue interests and hobbies or even personal betterment. But all of that is to be done under the blanket of the Lord's loving will. Because the thing is, Jesus wants what's best for us. Jesus' resolution for our lives is for us to enjoy his delights in the most satisfying, life-giving, and soul-enriching way possible. And that should be our aim as well. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. 
For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.